It's a Tuesday morning and you've chosen to listen to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. So thank you very much indeed. And not only uh, from myself, but also from the team who join me right now, Matt Dyson, Emma Jones and Glenn Moore are, of course, all on board. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'd like to start the show this morning by asking if anybody out there knows what the hell a schneel is. Schneel. Oh, a schneel. Mm, oh, no. no. Sounds like something Liam Gallagher would scream at. <laughs> so what he calls his mate Neil. Schneel. Do you want a beer? That might be what it is. It's a total, it's a mystery to us. Evie started saying it all of the time. And she's saying it in a oh. really kind of throwaway matter of fact. She's going, schneel, schneel. <laughs> and we're going, what is schneel? And we're going, knee? Is it schnee? Or is it is snail? It, um, and she- I don't think, I think it can't be a good thing, whatever it is. It sounds like a really snide comment you'd make about someone. It's like, it's like you're calling someone, like calling someone a grass. I mean, like, all right, schneel. <laughs> yeah, schneel. <laughs> Watch him, he's a real schneel, that guy. Um, okay. Yeah. Hey, maybe that's what Because, you know, obviously she's only two, but her language, is coming together as, as it does at that yeah. age and there's not many things she says that particularly mummy can't translate you know he, uh, Sarah Jane's got this amazing ability to understand everything yeah. he says even if it's slightly garbled um what do you mean? Yeah, it's it... too much wine Evie how dare yeah. you that kind of thing you know she's always translating <laughs> to you directly really jam- for my benefit do you still eat jelly deals a lot? I know you love your company, uh, company ways. <laughs> maybe she's saying eel. Can I have another eel, Danny? Oh, that's what it is. She's a chip off the old block. She wants her jelly deals, of course. Thanks, Matt. Anyway, that's Schneel. Um, any, any help on that would be great. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. But coming up next, I have a different question for you all. More of a general knowledge mark, and one that could win you a mug. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning. I've just had to endure a torrid time during that last song from the team. Speculating that my wife's having an affair with somebody called Neil, who's hiding in the wardrobe <laughs> in the bedroom. And he was going, Schneel, Schneel, Schneel from down the road. Um, Jim's got in touch saying maybe it's a Superman reference. It's Schneel before Zod. Thank you very oh. much indeed for that. Uh, these are all, nice. These yeah. are all good. Um, but right now, as promised, it is time for a different kind of question to win you a fully sanitised Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. And, well, to do so, we need to cast our minds back to yesterday's show when we found out just how well Matt Dyson plans on spending his wife's birthday. Katie's 40th, I thought, <laughs> surprised her with a cameo video, right? You know, when they do a little message for about 50 quid. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, uh, as, as I asked her casually in conversation, oh, um, who is your favourite uh, cast member on 90 Day Fiancé? She said straight away, no, I don't want a cameo video of a 90 Day Fiancé. <laughs> oh, he's dead. She the marriage is dead in the water. She knew. Yeah. She knew what I was planning yeah. straight away. It was ridiculous. So there we go. Obviously, we wish Katie Dyson many happy returns when she joins the 40 Club. Someone else who is in the 40 Club is Hollywood superstar Ryan Gosling. But can you name the 2016 musical film he starred in alongside Emma Stone? That's what you need the answer to to win a mug. We'll be getting into this next. It's your Tuesday morning where we're in the process of giving away another Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. Hoping to get his hands on it online one is Dean. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for asking, my man. And how are you today? Good as normal. Always good. Okay, well, I'm really pleased to hear that. So, Dean, I believe you work for a place that's very close to all our hearts. Tell everyone who you work for. Uh, Wix. I sit there back. 
Dean oh, works for oh, weeks sitting yes. there. Oh, you lucky oh, man. my goodness, Dean. This is great. <laughs> um, so, uh, you may not be aware of this fact, but the Breakfast Show mug has the name of the show on one side, and on the other side, it says Wix. So when you have a cup of tea, you look like a real suck-up, and a promotion is definitely coming your way, Dean. Well, you've got to get this mug, my friend. Um, so all you need to do to win it is tell us the name of the movie that Ryan Gosling starred in in 2016 alongside Emma Stone. What's that film? La La Land. It is La La Land. Dean, great having you on the show. Enjoy your mug. Stay safe and stay well. We'll speak to you very soon. Keep up the good work. All right. Cheers, mate. See you later. Nice one. Cheers, Dean. Take care. So there we go. A mug has been given away, but oh no, we're not going to stop there. We'll have another chance for you to win a mug tomorrow morning. It's Tuesday morning. You are listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, which happens on Absolute Radio, where real music matters, as does keeping you up to speed in these unusual times, which is why Matt Dyson is logged in 24-7 to bring you the social ammunition. Matt. A few subjects have been getting a lot of traction over the past 24 hours. A, a mum who's getting it, she's been on Reddit to complain that she's getting a lot of grief from her family because of what she wants to name her son. Her husband's not into the idea, his whole family are against the idea. They say, you can't name him that, he'll get bullied at school, it's an awful name. And the name is Brian. Brian. I don't know, yeah, it's like a. It, we work closely alongside a Brian, don't we, Brian? Yeah, yeah. You know a Brian. Yeah. yeah, Brian Murphy, yeah, of course. And, and in the 80s, like, pretty much 50% of people were called Brian, and it was fine. But obviously now, it's frowned upon. Brian is not a cool name for kids. I just can't believe how far we've come on this Brian journey that now people are dead against you're calling your child a Brian. I'm, yeah. I'm not friends of a single Brian. No, I don't think I know a Brian other than the one from these studios. It's a good point, actually. I do only know one Brian. Very good point. And uh, the other story this morning is uh, from TikTok. You'd be forgiven. McFadden! Sorry, I had to shout out. Sowling! Blessed! Sorry, it's really... It's oh, it feels so good Bellows. to say it out loud. My big brother. Bellows, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but moving on from Brian's, if I may, uh, the the other big story comes from TikTok. If I may! That's brilliant, Matt. <laughs> Brian May! Oh, my Lord! <laughs> <laughs> it was unintentional. <laughs> wow, but it I was good though. To that it one. was good. <laughs> so you think TikTok was just full of sea shanties at the moment? I mean, the, the songs that I keep hearing everywhere I go, that silly sea sugar and tea and rum song. But I, I refuse to indulge in the sea shanties because I mean, I was listening to medieval folk music last year when it was all the rage when we did the bardcore thing. I mean, I, you know, you can't just try <laughs> come at me with these sea shanties now. Uh, but also on TikTok, there is an amazing uh, video clip uh, from a doctor in America. Uh, taking down the anti-vaxxers. The people that say experts, oh, just because you're an expert doesn't mean you actually know anything about a subject, which is a common theme that seems to be growing around the world at the moment. Dr. Eric Burnett has this to say to those people. Hey guys, if you follow me by now, you know that I get my fair share of comments from anti-vaxxers on my videos. One of them slid into my DMs today and said, just because you have the word doctor in front of your name doesn't mean you know more about this vaccine than I do. Well, Karen, I hate to break it to you, but it does. Because you see, I spent the last 10 plus years of my life dedicated to the study of medicine and science. When you share baseless conspiracy theory memes about the pandemic and the virus as proof of your knowledge on this subject, well, you provided me with incontrovertible proof that I most certainly know more about this than you do. I'm tired of pretending like everyone's opinion on the vaccine and on the pandemic are equally valid. 
Because they most certainly are not. Because my opinions are carefully based upon a review of evidence-based medicine and looking at data from randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trials that have been published in peer-reviewed medical journals. And, well, your opinion is based upon a QAnon conspiracy meme shared by your scientifically illiterate fourth cousin twice removed who told you that the vaccine is going to turn you into an eggplant parmesan sandwich. Our opinions are not the same. And let's be clear, your intransigence, your stubbornness, your inability to learn something new about the world around you isn't a badge of honor or anything to be proud of. It's embarrassing. Wow. Oh, wow. That's just his, that's just his opinion, wow. though, isn't it? <laughs> what does he know? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'll be accused of uh, pushing the MSM agenda after that, but I think we can just end, end the debate right there. Good morning. It's your Tuesday. You're listening to Absolute Radio, where real music matters, as does a classic game of Finish the Sentence. It's the first time we've done this in 2021, and I want you to finish off... I secretly judge people who get in touch, Dave, at absoluteradio.co.uk. And I'm going for, and this one is very specifically about lockdown, I secretly judge people who browse. Um, there, is a, there is a small bakery, a local bakery, family run. It's been open for like 150 years. Their products are fresher than that. And it's got a long queue outside. And the other day, I, I'd managed to get into the little bakery, and I'd ordered my wife's favourite sandwich, which was being freshly prepared for me, and there were two other people. Now, bear in mind, because of the size of it and social distancing, it's got a maximum of, like, four or five customers at a time allowed into the bakery. And there were two, yes, two people. There were a couple. And the person behind the counter said, can I help you? Uh, to which they replied, no, we're just browsing. It's like, no, love, you're not browsing. Get yourself a nice finger and get out. That's what you've got to do. This is the tiniest bakery in all of London. There is no time, my lover, for you to browse. Get your baked goods and get on your bike. It's unbelievable. Anyway, not such a secret judging there. Uh, Matt Dyson, what about you? You've let it out now, so it's fine. Good, get, get it out of your system. <laughs> uh, I suppose, well, there's, there's always people that wear Merrill or carry more trainers when they're not hiking or climbing. <laughs> they, they do wear them. But I think mainly at the moment it's, it's people who don't smile and respond at my toddler son when he randomly says hello to them in the street. And, you know, he, he goes around saying hello to everyone. Just He's full of life, you know. He just doesn't know the etiquette, the social norms. He just goes, hello, goodbye. Yeah. And so the people that ignore him, just are oh, joyless, absolutely joyless. <laughs> yeah. Your son, Jamie Vardy. Hello. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> he does. Now, when he talks to our dog, he actually goes northern. He turns, he turns, sounds like he's from Bradford. He always says to the little dog, Bertie, hello, hello. But, he says, <laughs> but when he says it to people in the street and they blank him, I just can't, I, can't, I mean, I, nor, I normally lose my composure and say something, but often I'll just simmer instead. Okay, secretly judging and simmering away. Emma Jones, finish the sentence. I secretly judge people who... Don't like spicy food. And I don't know why I can't just let people enjoy their mild food in peace, but I still question Stefan every time we get a curry. He likes a korma. And I'm like, I just feel like he's missing out on something. I can't let him enjoy his korma in peace. Katie used to be a korma person when I first met her. (laughs) And I got her into curries, and we went to Goa and had curry every day, and now she is a Madras person every time we get a curry. So oh, you yeah, have you to go on that voyage, that voyage of discovery. You have to go on it at some point. The spicy yeah. journey. Um, Glenn Moore, finish the sentence. I secretly judge people who... Uh, buy more items in the supermarket than I do. 
Um, and it, it's purely if they're in the front of the queue and so I've got like one item and someone has the gall to purchase like five items I'm like you're holding us all up I know you're giving more money to the supermarket but we all hate you and then uh, to the extent that I get really passive aggressive when it's my turn and I just plonk down the one item and I go just this please just to let them know just let them know just this look how speedy I'm being Glenn's wanted to make this point so, so vermintly that he actually then leaves and then goes in and gets the second thing that he needs. And yeah. then just goes around like that. <laughs> <laughs> With a false moustache. <laughs> just this, please. <laughs> uh, so many of you getting in touch, Dave. I secretly judge people who say my bad and date night and other stupid things like that, says Holly. Dan says, have the green pea plates after passing their driving tests. Uh, Julie says, have severely. <laughs> chips nail varnish like they're waiting for it to wear off get some nail varnish Mm. remover says Julie John says I secretly judge people who bite around the Jaffa cake and eat the orange bit last that's the kind of thing we're after Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk keep them coming the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio it's your Tuesday morning and currently we're enjoying a little round of finish the sentence. And this morning we have chosen I silently judge people when they let their dogs lick their faces. <laughs> also yeah. when they call their pets fur babies. I feel angry just writing it, oh. says Rosie. Yeah. Good morning, Rosie. <laughs> uh, loud eaters. People who say say the word oh, staycation yeah. and people who claim to be living their best life. That's from Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paula says use of the words honey and babes. They get silently judged. Mm. Um, continuing that is Selena with Dave. Use not real words like nom nom, whoop whoop, and holly bobs. <laughs> and Lee says <laughs> it's, it's actually it's actually Holly Holly Roberts is the way you meant to say it. <laughs> Stand at a urinal that's close to mine when there's an option further away. Please respect my personal space at such a valuable time, concludes Lee. Um, Michael says, say literally and amazing to things that aren't literal or indeed amazing. Um, And Victoria says, park too close to my driver's side. Why do that? Why? Keep them coming. It's David at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where for the first time in the new year, we're having a little round of Complete the Sentence, which is, I silently judge people when they... Joining us right now on line one is Danny. Good morning, Danny. Good morning. Danny, great having you on the show. So do complete the sentence. I silently judge people when they... They're in deep conversation and they uh, switch off and start picking their nose. Totally oblivious to what's going on around you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Danny. (laughs) So does this happen to you a lot? I mean... (laughs) No, no, no. It happened happened a few years ago with with this lad I used to work with. And uh, we would be chatting away and he'd sort of like switch off, go completely vacant and then start having a rummage around like knuckle deep and uh oh what? like mid-conversation yeah 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 oh my god I know. would he be able to recall anything that you'd said in that conversation or had he got into some kind of like hypnotic it trance was, 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 on <laughs> him being quote unquote knuckle deep in his own nostril <laughs> it was exactly that it was exactly that and then and then while he was doing it then i'd sort of like clock what he was doing and I would stop talking he still had acknowledged that I wasn't talking to him anymore and I was just looking at him as if like what are you doing 
<laughs> did you ever see the process through to the end, Danny? I mean, did he ever yeah. kind of remove... <laughs> I mean, I don't really know how to follow up the questions yeah. of this, but... What? Or, or Remo- remove his brain like a mummy. <laughs> 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 no, I, I think it's, I just let it run its course, you know. Like, I, I, he's obviously got something more important to do than talk to me, so... <laughs> I'll just let it continue. <laughs> oh, well, Charlie, you're a very sweet-natured man, Danny. Not many people would let that continue. Can I, can I just say something? Sorry, sorry. Can Go I just Danny, squeeze yeah. this in? Go on. Um, my wife read the tweet that I'd written, and then she sat up to me and she said, do you know, you do exactly the same. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, no way. No way. <laughs> oh, Daddy, we love that, mate. Lots of love to your Brilliant. wife as well. We'll speak to you very soon. Take care Thank now. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Cheers, Dad. Uh, so that's the kind of thing that we're after. I uh, just got to complete the sentence. I silently judge people when they watch the masked singer and message me every three minutes with their guesses. Just like many of my <laughs> friends do, says Julie. Matt Dyson, I know I can't see yeah, you, but I'm looking at you. me and producer Mark, that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, concentrate by putting their tongues out, says Becky. They're not toddlers. Uh. Eat a Kit Kat like a normal <laughs> chocolate bar. And just take a bite out of all the fingers and not remove them individually. Oh, no. Are these people animals, says Ros in Kent. Um, shortened band names, says Dean in Rotherham. The Foos, the Manics, the Stones, Chili Peps, Led Zepp. Instantly, <laughs> oh, yeah. but silently judged. <laughs> Uh, Keep those coming. It's Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. We're right now. It is time for your news from around the world and the latest in sport with Emma Jones and Glenn Moore. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Tuesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to this, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Now, the team and you guys out there are probably waiting with bated breath for a little game of the blockbuster video board game. But that's not what we're going to get. Because... I have a surprise for a member of the team. This is a piece of news that I've had to hold on to for three days now, and it has been agonising. So this comes courtesy of the legendary publication that is Heat magazine. And this is how the correspondence I received reads... When it comes to sexiness, one size, hair colour, jawline certainly does not fit all. Every year, Heat magazine asks their readers to delve deep into their deepest desires, to consult their deepest burning loins, and tell us who floats their maybe not so conventional boat. Yes, that's right. We are talking about the secret crush, those one of a kind dream boats. And the list of options for people to vote for, for heat readers, and you would like to vote for, has been revealed. And it gives me great pleasure to say, nestled in there amongst the likes of Gary Lineker, Simon Cowell, Bill Bailey, Keith Lemon, both Prince William and Harry, Philip Schofield, Ed Sheeran, Rob Beckett, Louis Theroux, Andy Burnham, is the one, the only, Mr. Matt Dyson! Yeah! <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Congratulations, old friend. What? Wow. I can't believe... What, what are you on about? Yes. Is this it's real? True. It's all true. It's all true. <laughs> oh, my How God. has this happened? It's been agony. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what? I'm um, so proud of you. 
Alice Cobb. <laughs> I'm definitely coming last on that list. People are no, going to no, like, who? No, the, no, who? No, 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 right. No, listen, listen. This is just, listen, listen. No, I'm, I'm talking to myself now. I'm just trying to calm myself what? down. Saying, What's going listen, on? I'm more excited about this than anyone. Three days. Oh, God. Right. Three. Okay. What? Now, Matt. Mm. Firstly, congratulations, my friend. Well, I mean, I, this is, honour has never bestowed me before. I feel a bit objectified. Is that is that normal? <laughs> no, it's, yeah, maybe you should feel a bit objectified. They approached us with this, Matt. They, that, this is the genuine list that the boss man, the big boss man, got hold of. And you're on there, and it is about that, that desire deep in your loins. It... It's about you, uh, Declan Donnelly, uh, Rufus Hounds uh, is also in right. there, Matt. <laughs> and th- this, this is... We know that people fancy you. We know... We, you know, I've seen it with my own eyes. Hell, I do. This, yeah, well, exactly. We all fancy Matt. Um, the other people in this, Sir Mo Farah, for example, right? The other people involved in this, Jordan North, whatever, they don't have the weight of this breakfast show behind them. Uh, because this is a vote... And this is where we want your help out there, ladies and gentlemen. If you go to the Absolute Radio socials right now, we are going to post the link for you to vote. Or you can head to heatworld.com slash secretcrush to cast your vote. Now, there's a couple of things that you need to know here. There's some, some bad and there's some good. Now, the bad is two years running, the winner has been... Piers Morgan. Um, so, oh, so, right. so that's <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, once again, go to the socials now and get voting because we've got two prongs to this attack. One is we want to get Matt as high up that list when the results are finally published on February the 9th. Okay, that's the day. And also, it would be just so rewarding for everybody in this country if our very own Matt Dyson, one of the most wildly lovable human beings I've ever met, could knock Piers Morgan off the top spot. That's our job today, oh, everybody. That would be nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Matt, let me... How are you feeling? How are you feeling right I now? Feel, I feel shocked. I'm not sure how this has come about, um, but, you know, let's go with it. Yeah, to knock Piers Morgan off the top spot, I think that's a worthy cause. I think, with our listenership, going to the socials right now, I want to see you break into the top ten and maybe even the top five. Once again, Matt Dyson, congratulations. Wow. I'm in shock. I can't wait to see, can't wait for the magazine to come out. <laughs> it's your Tuesday morning where, if you're just joining us, some big news has been dropped here on The Breakfast Show. And that big news is our very own Matt Dyson, the hairy situation, monkey, monkey, same, same, has been included on the shortlist for Heat Magazine's Secret Crush of the year we urge you to go and vote for matt we would love him to finish on february 9th somewhere in the top 10 maybe even higher we have aspirations of knocking piers morgan off the top spot um so we now move from one of the hottest men into the hottest albums of the noughties because up next we've also been leaning on you but not for your votes for your opinions of the top 10 greatest albums to come out between the year 2000 and 2010 we're going to be adding them to my 100 collection all will be revealed next Berry's 100 Collection, Absolute Radio Good morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, which happens on Absolute Radio, where, of course, real music matters, which is why when I decided to pare down my massive record collection to just 100, you were the people I could lean on for advice. 
We've been going through the decade stations and we have some special categories to come. We really do. But today was all about absolute radio noughties. What an incredible decade for music it was. And as Glenn predicted some weeks ago, this was going to be one of the toughest ones. So many of you had your say using the hashtag The 100 Collection. It was never going to be easy. Um, R. McGee says you've got to have Absolution by Muse in there. Hybrid Theory, Linkin Park, Songs for the Death by Queens of the Stone Age, said Alan. Adele 19, uh, that was from another Adele on Twitter. Muse, Black Holes and Revelations. We've got Kaiser Chiefs, um, Only the Night, Paolo Nutini, that was all from Tracy Jones. So as I say, so many different opinions on where we should go with this. And they often say... When you have some good news and some bad news, it's possibly better to deliver the bad news first. So here we go. Here's the rundown of the albums for myriad reasons that didn't quite make the final cut. Arcade Fire Funeral. Oh, God. Daft Punk Discovery. Oh, my Lord. What? There was no... Yes, yes that's true. And, and we are looking at that. It's an important point, once again, that Glenn makes there. Some albums that have been glaring misses from tens we've picked before, we are looking at those specialist categories to come. We really are. Eminem, the Marshall Mathers LP. Florence and the Machine Lungs. The Foo Fighters, one by one, didn't make it. Green Day, American Idiot hasn't made the cut, I'm afraid. I know, I know. What's on this list? (laughs) (laughs) Neither did, neither did Kanye West, the college dropout, or Kings of Leon only by the night. Lady Gaga, the fame didn't make it. Mumford and Sons, Sino Moore didn't make it. Outcast didn't make it. Queens of the Stone Age, unfortunately, didn't make it. (sighs) Neither did the Chili Peppers, and by the way, Rihanna, good girl gone bad, didn't make it. And Matt, I'm afraid, after lengthy conversations, the Streets original pirate material Whoa. and Emma Joe's terrible news for you hasn't made the list. Oh, oh, well, we can still hold out hope for, for so just fast. Jack and Klaxons. Don't worry, yeah. it's going to be fine. <laughs> and scouting for girls, don't forget them. Yeah. Their debut yeah. was epic, man. Uh, Hadouken's in there. We've gone slightly left the field with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was either them or Green Day American Idiot. I didn't know what to do. Uh, so we have got the 10, and they are, each and every one of them, a great album. We'll reveal them to you next. Dave Berry's 100 Collection, Absolute Radio Nortes. It's Tuesday morning. You are listening to Absolute Radio, where real music matters, and matters it does, as we are about to name the 10 greatest albums of the noughties. Totally subjective. So many brilliant albums didn't make the cut, but so many true greats did. And thank you to everybody who joined the conversation. You can do that, of course, using the hashtag The 100 Collection. And here we go. Kicking us off and taking inspiration from her biggest influence, the Ronettes, it is the late, the great Amy Winehouse and Back to Black. Next up, 
Next up, eight of the 13 songs on this album had been floating around the internet and MySpace before it was released in 2006. It is, of course, the Arctic Monkeys, and whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. This was her debut solo album while still performing with Destiny's Child. No list could be complete without Queen B. It all began with this, Beyonce and Dangerously in Love. Clocks in my place and The Scientist. Three massive singles from this album. Coldplay and a rush of blood to the head makes the ten. Our very own Ben Burrell and so many of you out there said that this was the indie album that kicked off the whole scene again here in the UK. It's Franz Ferdinand and Franz Ferdinand. Next, this album's standout track, Mr. Brightside, was written at the band's second ever rehearsal. It's The Killers and Hot Fuss. Difficult second albums are clearly not a problem for the Kings of Leon. Narrowly scraping past their debut, Kings of Leon, a harsh shake heartbreak, makes it to the 10. Produced by Mick Jones of The Clash and mostly recorded live, giving it a rawness like no other. It's the Libertines and up the bracket. This album changed everything and defined much of the music scene for the noughties. It's the Strokes. Is this it? Finally, considered to be their greatest album, and I personally absolutely adore it. Completing the 10 is The White Stripes, an elephant. So, they are the 10 greatest albums of the noughties, and tomorrow morning, the creation continues as we're going to be focused on the 10 greatest albums of Absolute Radio 10s. We are talking 2010 to 2020. What was the biggest slice of musical goodness in your opinion? Use the hashtag The 100 Collection on the Absolute Radio socials. Dave Berry's 100 Collection. It's your Tuesday morning, and just after 7 o'clock today, we had our first Finish the sentence of the new year and the sentence we chose was i secretly judge people when they and so many of you got in touch including john joe who says i secretly judge people when they eat pizza using a knife and fork why would they do that (laughs) Um, 
I mean, is this because of the amount of toppings that people have on pizzas nowadays? Do you need to involve a knife and fork when you've got a quadruple meat feast stuffed crust bad boy going on, possibly? I'd say takeaway you don't need to, but somewhere like Pizza Express, I really do think you need to. Once you've slathered it in oil and all that sort of stuff, Uh, you do need a knife and fork. Mm. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm against them on this one. it's sloppy, isn't it? When you see people trying to eat it the traditional way, you're always yelling at them in Pizza Express, aren't you? Stop being so continental! Use a knife and fork! Yeah, come on, look at it! It's a Giuseppe of the Sloppy variety. You know what to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And when I try and cool mine down under the cold water tap in the restaurant, they hate that as well. <laughs> I was not so silently judged by my wife um, when it comes to this, which has been sent in by a fellow Dave, coincidentally. And he says, I secretly and silently judge people when they wear leather bracelet things. Um, (laughs) I purchased a leather bracelet thing. Um, Did you? I did, did, yeah. As you know, I like to think of myself as a man of the cloth, a man who knows what's going on with style and tutorialism. But I bought it, and I bought it in Carnaby Street. It was when we were doing the hometime show, Matt. I was was walking home after the show, and I saw it in a window, and I thought, I'll treat myself to this leather bracelet thing. Uh, I, I said, don't wrap it. I'm going to wear it now. That's how cool I'm going to look. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Hammond's my style guru. So I stuck it on. Right? <laughs> I stuck it on. I commuted home. I got in, and the look that Sarah Jane gave my wrist was just... It was, it was like, what are you wearing? What are you going shame on me and my family? Um, and so I think I, the only so justification I, for those kinds of necklaces yeah. and bracelets is if you've been travelling around Indonesia for six months. Then yeah. Yeah. If, you, yeah. If, yeah. if you're in the Leonardo DiCaprio film The Beach, then you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the leather bracelet thing was a, a massive mistake, and, and Dave, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it for what has been an incredibly busy show, but a fantastically fun one to host. We named the 10 greatest albums of the noughties with your help, and I'm coming to you again. The well cannot be dry, as tomorrow we turn our attentions to Absolute Radio 10s. What, in your opinion, was the or are the greatest albums, the musical offerings released between the years 2010 and 2020? Have your say on the Absolute Radio socials using the hashtag The100Collection. And while you're there, well... Help us out a little bit. Because Matt Dyson, earlier on this morning in the show, I had the great pleasure of giving you a piece of incredible news. And that is that you have been shortlisted for Heat Magazine's Secret Crush of the Year. (laughs) This is so weird. Uh, It's such a shock. Uh, uh, I was just looking at last year's list. Prince William, Prince Harry in there, Ed Sheeran, Pat Sharp. Uh, Alan Sugar. (laughs) It's a a mixed bag every year. I think that's the point of this list, isn't it? Well, there's some big names in this year as well, and the results will be revealed on the 9th of Feb, and we need you to vote. As I say, we have put a link on the Absolute Radio socials. We would love to see Matt climb up that league. We would love to see Matt get a double-page spread 
for being, you know, the secret crush of the year in Heat magazine. It would be a dream come true. I don't know if it would if be for Matt. No, no, I mean, me. I'd have to, if, you, if you saw me right now in lockdown with a massive overgrown beard sat in my jogging bottoms and an old T-shirt, you wouldn't think you want to see me oh, spread out in a chaise lounge. Stop making this a filthy phone call, Matt. Oh. Or you can go to heatworld.com slash secret crush to vote. I urge you to do just that. And if you want to relive the moment that I told Matt Dyson he had been shortlisted for that, and what a moment it was, well, you can find it on the podcast. Matt, we're even going to call it to get yourself an iced finger and get out. We're whittling <laughs> Stefan down to a nub or knuckle deep in his own nostril. What shall we go for? I love the alliteration of knuckle deep in his own nostril, personally. <laughs> okay, okay. Grim That's as it is. That's the podcast you're looking for. <laughs> uh, it is grim. And know this, we'll be back tomorrow, 6am stone. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.